0: Welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet, your local radio show about jazz drummer Paul Modian. This is your host, Cindy McGurl. I would like to thank my sponsor, The Leather Bench in Camden. And um, you just heard the end at the beginning. That was drum music from the Live at Riles um, recordings that I've been featuring the last couple of weeks. And I'm going to feature them again today. And um, if you haven't heard the last couple of shows, um, these are cassette tapes that were made sort of uh, sneakily, and uh, but I'm glad they were made. And that was um, on September 25th and 26th, 1984, at the Jazz Club Riles in Boston. And it is the Paul Modian Trio with Bill Frizzell and Joe Lovano. And this was only the second time that the trio played in the United States. Um, they Earlier in 1984, they did a tour in Europe as a trio, but they only started practicing as a trio in April of 1984. Um, and But they were all part of the quintet that Paul had at that time as well. And um, drum music is a Paul Modian composition that he often played at the end of a set on, uh, in a, on many gigs. and. Um, Next up, I have the song Jack of Clubs, which is also a Paul Modian composition. And um, I did see a note in one of Paul's books that um, a fortune teller who was like reading Paul's cards told Paul that he was the Jack of Clubs. Jack of Clubs, and that was recorded live at Ryles on September 26th, I mean 25th, actually, and 1984. Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, Bill Frizzell on guitar, and Paul Modian on drums. And I'm going to read um, a, just a page that I found of Paul's that He didn't put it in his autobiography, but I think it's one of sort of the first draft things he wrote. The sound of the drums, that's what turns me on. Whatever they sound like, which includes the tuning or whatever, they're not exactly the same from night to night. If I'm leaving the drum set in the club, just the weather or the temperature of the room is going to change the beep a little bit. There are times when the sound will turn me on, give me an idea, It'll be the beginning of something that sort of turns me on, so it makes me play something else. It inspires me to play. If you heard a chord on the piano that was a little bit different than what you were used to hearing, and all of a sudden you heard this sound that turns you on, in the same way, that's what happens with the drums. Like playing a couple of tom-toms at the same time in conjunction with the bass drum or with the cymbal, or somehow a sound happens from this that, makes me play. That's like a springboard. It sets me off and gets me going and that makes me play something else. And then the something else makes me play something else and it grows into some beep, hopefully. There are other drummers out there that I like their sounds. I remember one time taking a girlfriend to the Village Vanguard to check out Elvin Jones. She was amazed. She never heard Elvin before. Wow, he gets the same kind of sound out of the drums that you do. His drums, his tom-toms, were tuned sort of like the way I do, or I do the way he does, or whatever. I don't like a muffled sound on the drums, especially on the tom-toms. Slightly on the bass drum, not too much. I like the resonance that the drums get when they're not muffled, a distinct sound. Each drum has a distinctive pitch and a sound that each one is connected to the other one. I don't think about particular notes, or I'm not even thinking about intervals. I'm just thinking of a pleasant sound and an interval that's pleasing to my ears. Next up, um, I have, what is this thing called, love? Uh, Cole Porter Tune, also recorded live at Riles, and um, this time it's on September 26th. And um, Paul, I do have a composition that Paul is Paul called "Theme for Babylonians," and it it sort of combines what is this thing called love with some improvisational stuff. And and I'm pretty sure that this is what um, this recording is. And uh, Chuck Brahman, who I mentioned last week, um, actually transcribed um, this song, and so I do have that. I should maybe I should uh, put it up sometime. Um, so here we go with what is this thing called love? you that you are listening to community radio WRFR 93.3 FM that's low power broadcasting from Rockland Maine and streaming online at wrfr.org and you just heard what is this thing called love a Cole Porter tune and um, I added on the um, after the version that we heard live at Riles um, I you heard a version that is on the um, album Flux and Change, and that's a, a 1995 Soul Note release that was recorded in 1992, and it features Enrico Piranunzi on piano, and Paul Modian on drums, and uh, the whole um, album is the, that duet. And before that, we heard um, Joe Lovano, Bill Frisell, and Paul Modian. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's show, um, Bill Frizzell came on via Skype, and he talked for quite a long time, um, almost half an hour, and that's the last half hour of the show. Um, In the beginning, there was some dead air, I admit, because I didn't quite have things set up right. Um, And you can't hear what I was saying, but um, I sort of just cut that dead air out on the podcast, and you can totally understand um, sort of what I what I was saying because of what he says so and it isn't really like an interview it's just more like a chat so Um, and I'm going to be doing that again next week with um, the person who Paul often referred to as the other Bill and um, that is uh, Bill McHenry the saxophonist who um, happens to be a Maine native and he grew up in the Blue Hill area so um, if you liked to hear what other musicians have to say about Paul. You'll have to check out next week. Um, I brought for a reading um, uh, part of Paul's autobiography um, that is a chapter titled, The Trio with Bill Frizzell and Joe Lovano. And he's talking um, a little bit about um, beyond 1984, but I think it's still useful to hear. In September of 1987, I was on tour in Europe with my trio we had toured in Europe many times, and would tour again and again in the future. This particular trio was with Bill Frizzell on guitar and Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, and we had been together for about six or seven years—a very different trio than the one I had before in the late 70s with Charles Brekin and David Isenson. The one thing that was different about this tour was that we would play for the first time in Istanbul, Turkey at the jazz festival there. I had been to Turkey before when I was in the US Navy. The ship I was stationed on visited the port of Izmir back in 1952. I wanted to see and experience Istanbul. I had heard so much about it. Turkey was the birthplace of both my parents and I welcomed the idea of going there and having the opportunity to check it out. Sunday, September 27, was the day we were to perform. We arrived at midnight the day before, so I didn't get to see very much. I got a decent night's rest after checking in at the hotel, but my mind was racing, thinking about the next day when I hoped to visit the Turkish bazaar and the Istanbul cymbal factory. Istanbul cymbals were famous. They were mostly handmade by Turkish and Armenian cymbal makers and sometimes given free of charge to visiting drummers. I'm going to continue on with that chapter throughout the show. Um, But next up, I have Trinkle Tinkle, a Thelonious Monk tune. And first, we're going to hear the version from Monk in Motion. And then we're going to hear a version from Live at Ryle's. Trinkle Tinkle, tinkle Th- a Thelonious Monk composition, performed live at Riles on September twenty-fifth, 1984 by the Palmodian Trio with Bill Frizzell and Joe Lovano. And before that, you heard the Trinkle Tinkle version on the 1988 Polydor release, uh, Monk in Motion, and um, also with the same lineup. Um, and I'm going to continue reading from the chapter in Paul's book titled The Trio with Bill Frizzell and Joe Lovano. And if you're just tuning in, they are in um, Istanbul, Turkey. The next morning, I was told that the bazaar was closed because it was Sunday. What a drag. What about the symbol factory, also closed? Now what? I was very disappointed, but I accepted my fate and Bill and Joe and I walked around a little with our Turkish guide and host from the jazz festival. We did go to a museum and had lunch before our sound check at the festival hall. Sound check was scheduled for 2 p.m. A few hours later, after our sound check, I was at the hotel taking a shower and my feet left me. I slipped and fell on my side onto the edge of the bathtub. It happened so fast, I couldn't believe it. I was in a great deal of pain. I crawled out of the tub where the shower was installed, then crawled on the floor over to the bed to lay down. Did I break something? I had to be ready to play, soon. I finally managed to get dressed and headed downstairs to the lobby where we would be picked up and taken to the festival hall. I told our driver and Bill and Joe what had happened, and that I thought I would be able to play, but I wasn't sure. There wasn't any time to see a doctor, and it was Sunday. Besides, it might be difficult to find a doctor on such short notice. Um, next up, two women from Padua. First, we're going to hear the version from It Should Have Happened a Long Time Ago, and then an, a Live at Ryle's version. Welcome back to the second hour of Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is your host, Cindy McGurl, and I would like to thank my sponsor again, The Leather Bench in Camden. And our local sponsors are how WRFR stays on the air, and a big thank you to all of them. Um, the studio phone here is 207-593-0013, and I also have my um, Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet Facebook page open if you have questions. Or comments and um, also sh- I should let you know that I do post a set list for this show and that is on my blog page which is uh, jazzcloset.blogspot so it's all kind of connected there on the internet we're going to continue on with more live at Riles um, this is re person I knew um, a Bill Evans composition and um i guess this the title is an anagram of Orin keep news who was a producer who produced a lot of bill evans early albums and um so the first we're going to hear three versions the first one is live on september 26 1984. the second one is from the polydore album compositions by bill evans with um and that includes Mark Johnson on bass, besides the usual lineup of uh, Joe Lovano, Bill Frizel and Paul Modian. And then we're going to hear uh, the version that was recorded on September 25th. Just heard three versions of Re Person I Knew, uh, Bill Evans' composition, and um, I am going to continue reading. But first, I want to remind you that you are listening to WRFR Community Radio, Rockland, Maine, and 93.3 FM, and streaming online at wrfr.org. And uh, where I left off before, Paul um, had just fallen and uh, thought he had likely broken a rib right before a concert in Istanbul. And he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to play, but here he says, We did play early that evening. I wanted to play well. I was in the country of my parents' birth. I was hurting. It was painful to reach up to play the cymbals. I remembered hearing about professional football players playing football and having one and sometimes two broken ribs. How did they manage that? I got through it all, and the concert went well. People told me later that it was some of the best music of the festival. I didn't get much sleep that night. We had to leave early the next morning for Austria, very early. It was around 4 a.m., and I was dressed in the hallway "'waiting for the elevator, when I heard voices coming from the room across the hall. "'The door was open, and I could see Chet Baker sitting on a window sill talking to a woman. "'Chet,' I said, "'can you help me with my bag? "'I'm in pain, and I'm having trouble lifting my small suitcase.' "'Sure,' he said. "'I explained my situation, and he was very sympathetic. "'Man, I feel like beep. I think I broke a rib. "'This whole beepin' experience turned out to be a big drag,' I said." How much time did you spend in Istanbul, he asked. Hardly any time at all, I said. I didn't see Beep, nothing. The bazaar was closed. The symbol factory was closed. I wanted to see Istanbul. You didn't miss much, he said. It's just a dirty, old, dusty place anyway. (laughs) I love that little response from Chet Baker. Um, I'm going to continue on with music. Next up, we have Phantasm, uh, Paul Modian composition. First we have the Live at Ryles version from September 25th and then we have the version from Psalm. <laughs> Phantasm, a Palmodian composition from the 1981 ecm release Psalm, and that is Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, Billy Drews on tenor and alto saxophone, Bill Frizzell on guitar, Ed Schuller on double bass, and Palmodian on drums. And before that, we heard a live version of the same tune from September twenty fifth, 1984, and that is an unreleased uh, recording, Joe Lovano, tenor saxophone, Bill Frisell, guitar, and Paul Modian on drums. I've got a little bit more from the chapter I was reading um, about Paul's tour in Istanbul with, uh, with Bill and Joe. Bill, Joe, and our roadie from the festival helped me some and we got to the airport for our flight to Munich. The pain was unbearable. I found it difficult to sit down. The flight was very uncomfortable. Every time I moved, and even when I didn't move at all, I was hurting. I remained standing after takeoff for the whole flight. After arriving in Munich, we had to get to the train station for our next bit of travel to a small town in Austria where we would be met by our agent, and I hoped finally to a doctor. A doctor did examine me and told me to get x-rays at the local hospital. The x-ray machine at the hospital looked like something from outer space. I was surprised how modern all the equipment was. Later, I heard that there were lots of skiing accidents in the area, and that's why the hospital was so well well equipped. I went back to the original doctor. Paul, you have a broken rib. It's the eighth rib down on your right side. He prescribed painkillers and told me to get a large Velcro bandage to wrap around my ribs. It would take... Six weeks for the rib to heal. Meanwhile, I had to continue the tour. We still had some days to go and some gigs to play. Um, Next up, I have the story of Mariam, um, a Palmodian composition named after his aunt, Mariam, who was an Armenian refugee from Turkey. And this is from the 925 Riles CD. Story of Mariam, performed by Joe Lovano, Bill Frizzell, and Paul Modian Live at the Jazz Club Riles in Boston on September 25th. Um, and it's hard to believe that I still, after this, this is the third show, I still have some tunes I didn't get to um, from these recordings. And um, I hope to do that some point in the future. Um, I'd really love to have Joe Lovano on um, The show to maybe talk about it a little like uh, Bill did last week, and um, the next show is January 23rd, and you can check out jazzcloset.blogspot.com for the set list and pictures and stuff. And next week I'm excited to um, be having Bill McHenry on the show. He's a saxophonist who was born in Blue Hill and lives in Brooklyn and. Um, has several albums that Paul played on um, that I'll be featuring and um, and Paul often referred to him as the Other Bill and um, so tune in then if you can and thanks for listening and to take us um, to the top of the hour I'm going to play Fiasco um, which is a Palmodian composition and this is also from the live at Riles on September 25th. And I think I read this or mentioned this before, but I've got a page from um one of Paul's notebooks. Um and he um he sometimes his songs had different titles in the beginning when he first started composing and they changed over time. So, um, this page says, Trio Rehearsal, Tuesday, May 1st, 2 p.m. at Lovano's. Rehearsal, Thursday, May 3rd, 2 p.m. at Lovano's. Try Sizgy, new title, fiasco, and play one or two sets, exclamation. New title is Sizge the Lizard, m- maybe. So, um... Uh, I like the name Fiasco. I'm not really sure what Sizzy, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. But here we go with Fiasco, the former G, the lizard.